0: All right. Hello. Welcome to From Every Tribe. I realized the introduction that I gave, I did not give my name. I did not introduce exactly what my name is. And so my name is Jordan. I am your host for From Every Tribe. Thank you so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Just going to give a quick 10 or 15 minute, uh, if I go over, that's fine. quick 10 or 15 minute explanation is exactly where i'm coming from what is my foundation for preaching the gospel and believing what i believe about the christian faith what is my foundation so i am a confessional lutheran now confessional lutherans i use the word confessional for a reason because nowadays you could consider yourself a lutheran but not actually believe what lutherans have historically believed the lutherans have their confessions of faith and that is called the book of concord within the book of concord we have our confessions laid out and in our confessions we have a very very clear teaching that scripture the bible is what's it is the sole infallible rule of the faith for the church it is the sole infallible rule of faith for the christian church And So that's extremely important. I am a confessional Lutheran, and that is my background, that is my approach to uh, approaching other faiths and also approaching my own. Whenever I ask a question about what should I believe about this particular topic, what should I believe about that particular topic, the sole source, the sole infallible source that I go to and the first source that I go to is always going to be Scripture, the Bible. And this is summarized in a uh, statement that was given in Latin called sola scriptura. That means Scripture alone. Scripture alone is, just, is the infallible rule of faith for the church. Historical Lutherans have always believed this. We are confessional Lutherans. I use the word confessional in order to make the distinction between myself and other confessional Lutherans and so that we would be able to distinguish ourselves from other people who call themselves Lutherans but they don't actually hold to whether they don't hold to it in ignorance or knowledgeably they know what the Lutheran confessions say but they just reject them. We need to distinguish ourselves from them because they're is a group of people who do call themselves Lutherans, but they aren't actually confessional Lutherans. They aren't historical Lutherans, rather. And so since I approach my own faith and the faith of other people and their certain beliefs certain philosophies, whatever it is they may hold to, my foundation for life itself and my living the Christian life It is the belief of Sola Scriptura. My affirmation of Sola Scriptura, Scripture alone, binds me to what the Scriptures teach. And that needs to be my sole source of all infallible teachings on faith, morals, doctrine, and history included. Uh... And so that is essentially where I'm coming from, and that's extremely important because when we live as Christians in the world, in a world that does not have a solid foundation or correct foundation for its beliefs, for its morals, for its practices, it's ever changing. It's always shifting to something else. Culture changes, people change, uh, mass opinion changes, a nations rise and fall. All of these things change. And the fact of the matter is the Word of God never changes. And so we need to base our beliefs, our practices, our faiths, our morals. We need to have an objective source of information and a justification for those things that we believe and the things that we do and what i believe that is scripture and scripture alone not that other sources are unhelpful not that scripture is the only helpful source of information no there are plenty of sources of information out there that are extremely beneficial It is simply the affirmation that the scriptures is the foundation. It is the sole infallible rule of all information of all truth that we get about who God is, who we are, what is the gospel, what is the law, all of these different uh, beliefs that we will run into, especially in the Christian faith, and also beliefs and practices and philosophies and what have you found in other faiths. We need to be judging all of the information that we get from the world. We need to judge it on the basis of Scripture alone. And so, Scripture alone teaches that Scripture is the sole infallible rule of the faith. What exactly does that mean? Well, Scripture itself makes very clear that Scripture is breathed out by God. It is breathed out by God. It is... It, it, scripture's very source is from God Himself. Scripture is God speaking to us, and we see in the Gospels, Jesus, uh, whenever He is interacting with the Pharisees and Sadducees, and the Pharisees and Sadducees come up to Him and they say, say, and they say, "Hey, we we do this thing, we do this thing over here. Your disciples don't do this. Why is that?" A perfect example is, we wash our hands. We wash our hands and we clean our bowls before we eat. Why are your disciples not doing that? We have many encounters like that, and I'm not necessarily saying that Jesus does this in that specific encounter. I can't really recall if he does or not, but Jesus on more than one occasion looks to them and they say, and and Jesus says to the Sadducees and Pharisees, the scribes at the time, he points them to the scriptures. See, the Pharisees and Sadducees, they had their tradition they had their mishnah they had they had the mishnah which is the the teachings of the elders and traditions and things like that and so they would base a lot of what they would do on the mishnah and what is contained in that they had something called the Corban rule, where if you devoted a specific amount of your income to God, you were not allowed to use that same income in order to take care of your parents. And Jesus condemns them in a specific place for essentially breaking God's law, which is, says, honor your father and your mother. And they were doing so on the basis of the, Corban law. the, Cor- the Korban law, on the Corban rule. Sorry, that's what the scriptures say. And so in a specific place, you see the Sadducees, who did not believe in the resurrection, come up to them. Come up to Jesus, sorry. Come up to Jesus. And they say, they give the story of there was a woman who had seven husbands. Um, uh, The woman's husband uh, dies. And so then the the brother of the dead husband then takes her as wife in order to bear the first husband's children. Then the brother dies and then it continues on from there. The husband dies, the brother takes her as wife in order to bear her children, and then he doesn't bear her children, he dies. Then the next brother takes her as wife, he doesn't bear her children, he dies. And then it continues on down the line. And the Sadducees ask, all seven brothers had her as wife. So in the resurrection, whose wife will she be? And Jesus condemns them for specifically doing one thing not recounting what Scripture says. Scripture clearly teaches, and this is what Jesus says, that have you not read, he points them back to the Scriptures and he says, have you not read that God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? God is not God of the dead. He is God of the living. And he condemns them in their very question with what Scripture teaches. And so Jesus clearly had the view that Scripture was the source of information that we were to go to in order to judge uh, whatever it is that we believe and whatever it is that other people are teaching us. Jesus always pointed the scribes, Pharisees, and Sadducees back to the Scriptures and condemned them much for not doing that but instead taking their own traditions and their own practices and making scripture itself void. And Jesus would often condemn them for doing that. And so, whenever we approach someone else's faith, you know what, let's start start with our own faith. When we ourselves have questions, when we ourselves have concerns about who is God? What is God? Who are we? What are we? Who is Jesus? What is Jesus? What should I believe? Why should I believe it? The source of our information that we should go to in order to answer those questions should be Scripture. Jesus pointed the Pharisees and Sadducees back to the Scriptures in order to answer their questions and condemn them of their own practices for making void scripture paul right before he dies he writes what from my understanding is his last letter at the very least one of the last letters that he wrote in second timothy he points timothy back to the scriptures because paul is about to die All the apostles are getting old. Where do I go when someone has a question about what has God said? The apostles aren't going to be alive anymore. Not for long. Where where do I go? And Paul points Timothy back to the scriptures. And they are fully able to prepare you for every good work and to train you and to give reproach and give instruction. The scriptures are sufficient in and of themselves to do this. And so when we approach someone else, you know, we have questions, we know our source, go to the scriptures. But when we approach someone else and we try and have a conversation with them, trying to tell them the gospel, what about them? Do they know the scriptures? Do they have that belief that the scriptures are the sole infallible rule of the faith. Unless you run into another Christian. And sometimes even if you run into someone. Who does claim to be a Christian. They may not believe that. They may not believe that. In fact most of the time. When you. Walk up to a random person. Or say you're at work. And you just started working with this person. Do you have a time to have a quick conversation or say you want to break with this person and you want to share the gospel with them, what about that person? If they have a specific question or if they have a concern or if they have a particular belief that they already do have, they know what they believe. And so they ask a question and they try and have a conversation with you. What are you going to direct that person to? Whatever they believe, whatever it is that they say, if they have a solid uh, belief in something, belief in a specific faith, or if they don't and they don't know what they believe, they haven't thought much of it and they really don't care to think much of it. What are you going to point them to? It needs to be the scriptures. It needs to be the scriptures. And so in our own personal life, we need to make sure that we are students of the scriptures. We need to make sure that in our learning and our growing in our reading, that the scriptures are at the forefront. They are the foundation of everything that we do and what the scriptures teach. What God has said must be the foundation of all of our doing and talking and believing in life. What God has said must be that foundation. So, in the giving of the gospel, in talking to other people who don't believe that, we need to be able to, we need to be equipped to be able to tell other people and to point them to the scriptures and to explain to them why it is that you must go to the scriptures for the information that you're seeking for the answers to the questions that you have, the scriptures must be where you go. And we need to be able to not only say that as a fact, but to explain why. We need to be students of the scriptures. And so, finally, right before I end this episode, what about when you approach a Muslim who has a whole set of scriptures? They have the Quran. And they not only have the Quran, now the Quran, from their perspective, is the only actual word of God. It is what God has said to them. The Quran is what God has said to us through the angel Gabriel bringing down those revelations to Muhammad. That is God speaking. They not only have that, but they also have the sayings, teachings of the prophet Muhammad, which is found in the Hadith. And you have different Hadith collections like Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim and Hadith Qutzi and Hadith Nawawi. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry if I badly pronounced that. They have their source for their faith. They have their source for what they believe. And every Orthodox Muslim, even Sunnis and Shiites, agree on these five foundational things. The Shahada, five prayers, Zakat. Ramadan, and Hajj. They all have those five pillars of Islam. They all know exactly what they believe. They are grounded in that. They grew up in it. They lived it. They learned it from their parents, and they're teaching their children these five pillars of Islam. They're teaching their children the Quran. They're teaching their children the Hadith. And they are memorizing it. What do we say to them? What are we going to point them back to? Are we just going to try and tear apart the Quran, and are we just going to try and tear apart the Hadith? Or are we rather going to try and meet them where they are and to give them what the scriptures teach? The scriptures themselves are sufficient in and of themselves to give reproof of false doctrine, to give rebuke, to correct, to instruct, and to prepare you for every good work. It is totally fine to, in fact, I encourage it. And I try and do this myself, to learn what Muslims believe, to learn what other people believe, and to learn the background of their faith, to read their scriptures, to read their sources. I think that's very necessary if you want to actually get involved in witnessing to those people and understand what they believe. But is that the most important thing? Is the most important thing that you must do in order to reach people of the Muslim faith, for example? Is the most important thing to learn their scriptures and learn every single thing that's wrong with them and to be able to tear it apart and leave the Muslim dead on the floor? Figuratively speaking, (laughs) is that the most important thing to do? No. The most important thing that you, the Christian, must do in your life, in your living, in your praying, in your faith, it is to know the scriptures, to store it up in your heart, store it up in your mind, and then make the scriptures, the Bible, the foundation of your faith, morals, practice, living, and to make Jesus Christ who is the very source the, the make Jesus Christ, who is the one who spoke scripture, the scripture is breathed out by God and Jesus Christ is God, and to make Jesus Christ Lord. Of your life. We do that in our own lives. And we also must do that whenever we talk to someone else about the gospel. It is totally fine to address different issues and to address, for example, back to the Muslim, to address some things that the Quran says, some things that the Hadith says. But the most important thing. Is to be able to give to the one who does not believe in Jesus Christ. To be able to give them what the scriptures teach. What God has said. And the scriptures is what God has said. And it is sufficient to prepare someone for every good work. And teach them and to instruct them and to rebuke them. Scriptures are sufficient in and of themselves to do this. And so we must know what the scriptures say and be prepared to give that to someone who does not share that belief. And to trust that the Holy Spirit of God works in with his word whenever it is preached, whenever it is given, whenever it is read. We trust the Holy Spirit of God to bring his people to true faith in the Lord Jesus Christ conversion is not something that is up to us. It is not something that we achieve. And conversion is certainly not the result of higher intellectualism than someone else. The reason why one person believes and the other person doesn't isn't because of a difference in intellect or a difference in wisdom on the person's part. The reason why someone repents of their sins and believes in Jesus Christ is solely because the Holy Spirit raised them from death to life and gave them faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we must give the scriptures. We must know the scriptures and we must give the scriptures to others. We must teach them and we must know them in our hearts. And we also must trust the Holy Spirit that he will work with his word And in his word, in the preaching of his word, in the giving of the gospel, that the Holy Spirit is going to save his people from his sins. So, that is the end of this episode of From Every Tribe. Thank you for all of you who tuned in. If you would like to support me, you can follow me, uh, From Every Tribe, on Spotify. And you can follow me on Instagram at From Every Tribe. There are many other platforms uh, where this podcast is available. Thank you all so much for listening. And I'll make another episode as soon as I can. Thank you all so much for listening. God bless.